the forgetting spell by lauren miracle i wish people would spend less time worrying about rules there isn't a rule book to life and there never will be not if i have anything to do or say about it the bird lady When Daria was six and had yet, hadn't yet forgotten certain things, she went off one day in search of the bird lady. She wasn't supposed to. She was supposed to go right home with her sisters, Natasha, who was seven, and Ava, who was only five. But Daria did it anyway, all by herself, because her life was a misery. At school, she had to sit by awful Ben Tramp, who sniffed his fingers and never washed his hair. Her desk had metal legs that squeaked. There was never enough glue to go around, and her teacher didn't like her, although she pretended to, which made it worse. Oh, the poor block girls, Miss Ellie said to the other teachers. Imagine growing up without a mother. And Daria... Dear, when did you last hear from her? Hasn't she written your father a letter? A grown woman, a mother, can't simply disappear now, can she? Daria hated Miss Ellie. She hated the hungry look Miss Ellie got when she peered at Daria, as if she wanted to gobble Daria up for a good story to tell the others. On the playground, the playground wasn't all bad. Last year, in kindergarten, Daria had sat by herself underneath the play structure, moving pebbles from one pile to another. She'd been so babyish. This year, she had Suki and Stephanie to play with. Suki had shiny black hair, Stephanie had shiny yellow hair, the color of butter, and it was long and thick, and all the boys said Stephanie was the prettiest girl at Willow Hill Elementary. Sometimes they brought her dum-dums or pieces of gum. If it was gum, Stephanie would rip the stick into thirds and share. Daria's hair was red and curly. She thought maybe she would have been the prettiest girl if she was nicer like Stephanie and didn't pull her eyebrows together and scrunch her mouth up like her aunts always told her not to do. Daria and Suki and Stephanie played groundies sometimes where you had to jump around on the play structure and never touch the ground unless you were it and trying to tag the others. When you were it, you had to close your eyes and not peek. Suki peeked, though. Suki was still babyish about certain things. Her lunchbox, for example, Dora the Explorer. Daria carried her lunch in a paper bag, and she packed it herself, unlike Suki, who made her mom do it. Back when Daria was four and went to half-day preschool, way back then, her mother had packed her lunch. Only it was called snack, and it had to be healthy and no sweets. Mama always put a riddle in the bag, or a puzzle, folded up on a piece of paper with XXX Mama at the bottom. Daria, Daria still had those slips of paper 
every single one of them. She would keep them forever, and they would be hers alone. But today, and the day before, and even the day before that, Suki and Stephanie hadn't wanted to play groundies. They'd got, wanted to go witch hunting, and Daria's mother was the witch. Here, witchy witchy, Suki had called during afternoon recess. She'd scampered from bush to bush, peeking under the brambles as if Mama had left Daria and her sisters and Papa just to hide on the elementary school playground. We should look high up, Stephanie had said, making a sun visor out of her hand and gazing at the treetops. People never look up. They only see what's in front of them. My mom reads mysteries every single day. That's why she knows stuff like that. If you ever had to hide from a bad guy, climb a tree or wedge yourself high up in the corner of the ceiling. You can't wedge yourself in the corner of a ceiling, Daria replied. How would you stay up, super glue? Or if you are the bad guy and don't want to be found, you should also find somewhere high to hide, Stephanie went on. People never look up. My mother isn't a bad guy, Daria said. Suki had raised her hand. She did that even when the teachers weren't there. It was bad that she left, though. My mommy said it was bad magic. Daria had pressed her fingernails hard into her palms because she wasn't good magic or bad magic. She knew because Mama had told her so. Magic was magic and magic was strong and Willow Hill, the town where she lived, was chock full of magic. Some people said no, that magic was make-believe and not allowed in the real world. Even at six, Daria had known better. My mom said someone cast a spell on your mom, Stephanie had said on the playground. No, Daria's mommy did the spell, Suki corrected. That's why she's the witch. And then she used a dis disappearing spell to disappear. Poof! That's why she's gone. Right, Daria? And the then the game hadn't been fun anymore. It hadn't been fun in the first place, really. Daria's heart ached with the sadness of missing Mama. She ached, too, from the fight of keeping the sadness in when it wanted so desperately to be out. Your insides are too close to the surface, that's all, her Aunt Elena sometimes said when she spotted Daria being teary. Sometimes she'd go on and say, There's no shame in it, sweetheart. Your mother felt things just as strongly. When that happened, Daria would block her ears in her special way of humming loudly within her own head. Usually it did the trick, and after a moment, Daria could blink and lift her chin and tell her aunt that she'd have something, had something in her eye. She hadn't been teary, even if it looked like it she had. Anyway, Daria wasn't like Mama. Or maybe she was, but Mama wasn't who Suki and Stephanie said she was. She wasn't a witch. Mama and Papa hadn't had a big fight, which was another rumor about why Mama had left. Nor had Mama fought with Aunt Elena, 
who was Mama's younger sister, or Aunt Vera, Mama's older sister. So many rumors, all of them beating their wings against Daria's worst fear that one day someone would simply stumble upon the truth. If that happened, well, just imagining it made Daria's tummy ball up and her legs go wobbly. What if she peed herself, a first grader, wetting herself by the swing set right there for everybody to see? If Mama were here, none of this would matter. Mama would make everything better. Every day, Daria wished she'd come home and do just that. But what good were wishes to a six-year-old, which was why she had to talk to the bird lady. The bird lady was old and wrinkly and strange, and the rule was that Daria should be kind to her from far away. But up close, there were different rules. If Daria saw the bird lady walking toward her, then Daria should cross to the other side of the street, for example. Also, don't wave at her, don't smile at her, and don't ever be alone with her. But grown-ups broke rules. Mama was a grown-up, and she broke the biggest rule of all. So why shouldn't Daria? I need a spell, she announced, sweaty and slightly out of breath by the time she found the bird lady by the lake in the middle of the town park. Oh, the bird lady said. She sat on a bench and scattered seeds for the birds, but she stopped and looked Daria up and down, flustered, Darius smoothed the skirt of the dress she was wearing. It was her happy dress with cherries all over it. The bird lady's clothes weren't happy. They were strange, like the rest of her. A frumpy coat that came down past her knees and spilled over the bench, even though it was warm outside. Scuffed brown rain boots, even though the sky was bright and clear. Daria let her gaze travel higher, taking in the bird lady's rosy cheeks, bright eyes, and big ears with droopy earlobes. Topping everything off was a poof of cotton candy hair, only gray instead of pink. Aunt Vera would have had a fit over that hair. She'd call it a bird's nest because of all the tangles. A bird's nest for the bird lady. Daria almost giggled. Then she remembered why she was here. Well, Daria said. Well, what? The bird lady said. The spell. It needs to be a forgetting spell, and I need it now. Ah, and what makes you think I can grant such a request? Because everyone says so. That you're soft in the head and should be put in a home but you can do things like spells. She furrowed her brow, bothered by a thought that before now had never crossed her mind. People in Willow Hill did say the bird lady should be put in a home. They said it in a scolding sort of way, as if it being put in a home was just the right punishment for a strange old lady with a soft head. But wouldn't being put in a home be a good thing? if the person didn't have a home of her own? Daria gave herself a shake. So can you grant me a spell? 
if I choose to. See, then that's how I know you can, because you told me. The bird lady tilted her head. If I choose to, I said, being able to do something is one thing. Choosing to do something is another. Daria pushed her twin whiffs of Daria pushed twin whiffs of air through her nostrils. Fine. Then will you? What will I get out of it? Huh? You want something from me. What will I get in return? The bird lady's expression was cunning, and it made Daria feel not naked exactly, but something like that. Daria fidgeted. Then she stopped determined to prove she was a worthy match. All right, what do you want? The bird lady tapped a gnarled finger against chapped lips. I'm not sure you have anything I want, to be honest. You're just a child. I am not. I had to grow up fast because because I just did. Everyone says so, and it was very unfortunate. Using a word like unfortunate gave her courage. And I'm smart. I've been reading since I was three. Lots of parents say their kids are early readers when all the kids can do is spell ice or their own name. But I could read books and riddles and all sorts of stuff. She paused. I was three and a half, but still. Riddles, the bird lady said. And picture puzzles. I like to figure stuff out, even when it's hard. Especially when it's hard. You're stubborn, the bird lady said approvingly. Maybe, maybe not. And ornery. Darius scowled. Give me a riddle, the bird lady said. Let's see if you know what you're talking about. I'd rather not, Darius said. Talking about riddles made her think of Mama, and she didn't want to go down that road. She very specifically wanted to not go down that road ever again, which was why she was here. The bird lady shrugged. Then I shan't give you the spell. Shan't? Daria said. Who says shan't? I do, obviously. It means, I know what it means. It means won't. And you're being a big, fat, poopy head, especially since you just told me you could. You just don't want to. Because, because, to Darius' horror, her eyes welled up with tears. If I'm a poopy head for not giving you the spell, aren't you a poopy head for not giving me a riddle? The bird lady asked. She reached into a small paper bag, which reminded Daria of the sack snack bags mama used to pack for her the ones with riddles and puzzles in them the bird lady's bag held sunflower seeds which she scattered in a semicircle in front of her i'll make you a deal she said tell me a riddle and i'll give you the spell daria squeezed her eyes shut then opened them for real The bird lady drew herself up. I am always real, even in situations that others perceive as unreal. Darius swallowed. 
This was what she had come for, after all, and she was stubborn. As much as she wanted to flee, a stronger part of her held firm, even though the only riddle she could think of was the riddle she hated most in the world. When is a door not a door? she blurted. She gave the answer right away, afraid that if she didn't, the bird lady would, and their deal would be off. When it's a jar, that's when. The bird lady looked amused. What, Darius said, that's the answer. Yes. But I'm afraid you don't know what it means. I do. A door is for going out. A jar is for keeping stuff in. Like fireflies. You put them in and screw the lid tight and they can't escape because there isn't a door. Duh. They would die, the fireflies. No, not if you punch holes in the lid. Daria tried to get a hold of herself. She hadn't come to the bird lady to tell the door and jar riddle. She'd come very specifically to forget the stupid door and jar riddle because it had to do with her and Mama and why Mama left. Daria didn't like dead fireflies either or dead anything. The bird lady was a big, fat, mean, poopy head for saying that. But clearly, the bird lady didn't understand. So in tight, flustered sentences, Daria explained. She told the whole ugly story, and when she was done, she saw pity in the bird lady's eyes. And that's what you want to forget? The old woman asked. Yes, all of it. You're sure? There's an old saying, you know, that you should be careful what you wish for. Because it might come true, Daria finished hotly. I know. I want it to come true. She clenched her fist. I told you the riddle. Now give me the spell. The bird lady studied her. And for a horrible moment, Daria thought she wouldn't. That she wasn't a woman of her word. Then the bird lady cleared her throat and told Daria step by step what to do. I have to do it? I thought you would do it, Daria fluttered her fingers. You know, hocus pocus and abracadabra. You, little girl, are impatient, stubborn, and prone to outbursts of emotion. I am not, Daria exploded. These qualities can hinder you. Do you know what hinder means? But for the spell to work, you have to figure out how to let them help you. And you have to do it yourself. Daria groaned. This sounds like homework. And we don't even get homework yet. Not in first grade. I thought it was going to be easy. Things that matter are rarely easy. Shall I tell you again what to do? I suppose. The bird lady raised her eyebrows. Yes. Yes, please. The bird lady spoke, and Daria went straight home and followed her every instruction. When Aunt Elena asked why she needed the glue, and what in heaven's name was she doing with that shoe, Daria lied and said she was doing an art project. 
It was what the bird lady had coached her to say if anyone got nosy. When she finished, her brain felt foggy, as if she'd woken up from a long nap. She stared out the window for a while. She pulled apart a dust bunny and threw the fuzzy strands in the trash. Soon, Aunt Vera called her downstairs for dinner. Spaghetti, which she liked, and green beans, which she didn't. The world moved on, and Daria never realized that the bird lady had pulled off something clever in the casting of the spell. She'd smudged the memory Daria wanted to forget, but she'd also given Daria the key to reclaiming it, should she decide one day that she wanted to.